Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Great to be with you all. We're talking today with Teresa Seidbotham, who assists organizations in the U.S. and internationally with a special focus on employment law, religious and nonprofit law, and child safety. She advises on numerous misconduct investigations, and she's the founder of Telios Law out of Monument, Colorado. Uh, I want to leave a, a bit of a disclaimer here as we wrap up. The content discussed on this week's show deals with sensitive issues of child sexual abuse online. We strongly encourage listener discretion. So Teresa and I have been talking the entire show about, unfortunately, this thing you probably never thought existed, the the rise of AI-generated child pornography, uh, what it's doing, how it's changing the culture, why we're hopefully optimistic that Republicans, Democrats, Everybody would be against this, but how laws are going to have to change, how our culture is going to have to change. We can no longer just go, well, everything's acceptable so long as there's consent. Uh, No, you can't, because in this case, there's not another person that's necessarily being harmed. Um, Is consent need to be given in this case? Well, no, because there's not a second party involved. It is universally morally wrong. And you can get into all the uh, kind of reasons why it could uh, lead to additional harm, things like that. But I think, I think, and I pray as a culture that we can just say adults should not be looking at that as it relates to children, period. That, that That's just horrible. And this is, it gets into larger issues about how our culture has abandoned truth. So the fact you can even claim a moral truth out there, it seems to be rejected. But I, I sure, as, and I hope to God that we can as a culture just say, we are not going to stand for this at all, put pressure on companies not to abide by it. I think it gets into larger pornography issues and the, the harm that that's doing to our culture, to our marriages. Uh, all of that's been covered. If you want to go back, go listen to it at FrontierFreedomRadio.com, FrontierFreedomRadio.com. All right, Teresa, in our last segment here, uh, you work with a lot of ministries doing investigations, and you talk briefly about things that you've seen out there, and that protecting children does actually work when ministries take that seriously. And the reason we take it seriously because we're committed to the teachings of the Bible. As Jesus said, do not hinder those young ones that want to come to me. Um, because, you know, that's core to the gospel. Um, as you look at our history, you know, we've gone through the Catholic Church uh, child sex abuse scandal. It seems like, you know, there's, there's evangelical churches that pop up uh, that deal with this stuff. Is it getting better out there? Have, has the church woken up to this and said, this is absolutely critical to our success, as a church in presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ to people. And are those changes making an impact, you think? Yeah, great question. And and before I jump into that, just to play off one thing you mentioned a couple minutes ago, you know, the concern about child porn. Um, A spokesman from Thorn.org said one of the problems is it's hard for people, we can't show them what's happening, and it's hard for people to imagine. So I just want to say, if you have in your mind nudie p- 
pictures of 15, 16-year-olds. It's not really what we're talking about. Mm. Um, we're talking about people who are sexually interested in little two-year-old bodies, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, it, it, we're glad we can't see it. We'd probably throw up. Um, so, so the evil is huge, but the question about, you know, where the churches come with it. So the, there was a wave of child sexual abuse in the Catholic Church and other religious organizations and all other organizations that worked with children. Um, really bad in you know, the 60s, 70s, sort of post-sexual revolution, but pre-child safeguarding programs. And there hadn't been much research. People didn't understand how harmful it was to kids. They didn't understand how common it was. First, they started to understand, oh, this is happening to girls, and it's harmful. And then about a decade later, oh, yeah, and it's hurting boys, too. So that triggered the beginning of child safeguarding policies and so forth, which was maybe late 90s, getting into the early 2000s. So the good news is the religious organization, well, so the bad news is that any organization, religious or otherwise, that has been working with kids over the last decades has got some of this in their history, whether they know it or not, just because there's so much of it in the culture, and it's probably getting worse in the culture. But the good news is is that the religious organizations who have taken it seriously have seen a drastic decline. So the Catholic Church put its programs into place starting in the early 2000s. Their child safety now is gold standard. And in a church of 80 million people, they're, and I don't know the exact current number, but they're getting roughly like 10 or 12 complaints a year, which is tiny for a church that massive. So that's evidence that it works. And I've been seeing the same with like my mission organization clients. In the years after they put the child safeguarding in place, it just really sharp decline because people are starting to understand how to care for children and things are getting reported and dealt with, you know, in the early stages. Mm. Um, actually, a big concern right now is child-on-child stuff, which is another whole reason that we need to be shielding kids from child sex abuse material. Uh, so you're saying things are getting better in the church. How about in the public schools? Oh, my word. Not so much. So government research on the public schools indicates that you you leave your kid in public school, K to 12, there's, and this is rough, but roughly a 10% chance that they're exposed to some kind of sexual abuse from educators. 10%? And I think the number of kids getting touched is, and again, I don't have the exact statistic, but somewhere around 7%. Wow. So that's awful. And what's even worse is, you know, the child safety policies, they're not robust. And the reporting, you know, I was reading an article the other day that suggests that possibly only 5% of what gets reported to them is getting mandatorily reported like it should be. And they have trouble getting rid of sex offenders, partly because of the unions, partly because of, you know, employment stuff. So they tend to get passed on, and they're saying the average sex offenders out of public schools are hitting like three school districts and several dozen victims before they're getting caught. Oh my! 
Wow. Not good. Well, friends, we're talking with Teresa Sidebotham of Telios Law. She's working with a number of organizations um, on child safety and misconduct. As we close here, give me a few recommendations that parents can watch out with regards to their own family members and their children and then ministry organizations as well. So for parents, you know, I mentioned sign up for notifications at thorn.org. Smartphones, either don't let your kids have them or, or lock them down. You can program a phone now so the kid can't get on the Internet and they can take calls from the six people you want them to take calls from. Uh, computers, you want cybersecurity in place that blocks porn. Um, I think a number of them do it. Paladin's one that, that we've used. So, And then make sure that everywhere you allow to take your child has robust child protection policies, whether that's your your church, your Sunday school, your camp, your Christian school, uh, your child exercise class. Because uh, parents need to be aggressive and ask those questions. And, and, and the response really should be, you know, my my son went to ask a church and about his little two-year-old, and they're like, we're so excited you asked. We want to show you our child safeguarding policies. Well, that should be the response. And then for ministries, um, go to ECAP, Evangelical Council for Abuse Prevention, review the standards, sign up for the Tellius Tip newsletter, go to TelliusTeaches.com and look at some of our material. Or, or other child safeguarding training materials. There's some great programs out there. But, you know, and churches will say, oh, you know, we don't think we have any of this. Well, even if you don't, the kids in your church are going other places, mm. and, and you don't know. I mean, people are so naive about this. So to show love to your young parents and young families, you have got to get this stuff in line. I read the uh, spotlight investigation that the Boston Globe did on the Roman Catholic Archdiocese scandal, and uh, you read these interviews uh, of pedophiles, and they'll often say they target kids without uh, strong family engagement, without strong dads around. Um, It's not always the case by any means, but um, active, engaged parents make a big difference. Um, The rise of Artificial intelligence, as it relates to child pornography, is going to create a whole new set of challenges. The Centennial Institute will be working with lawmakers to make sure we're addressing this. Uh, I I think this is something that Republicans and Democrats all together can put aside any differences and work together on. This is a common issue that we should be able to fight. Teresa Sidebotham, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate all the work that you're doing to protect children and in strengthening the church as well. We really appreciate it. Well, we appreciate everything you and Centennial Institute are doing policy-wise, so keep up the good work. Thank you. You can find out more about Teresa Seibotham and her work and get some of those Telios tips uh, so you can protect your ministry organization uh, from these types of problems and, most importantly, protect the people that you're serving to ensure that they can... Engage with Christ, engage with His church without these types of problems. So go to teliaslaw.com. Friends, it's been wonderful to be with you. This is the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour. You can listen to more of what we're doing. 
by visiting FrontierFreedomRadio.com. This is Jeff Hunt signing off. God bless you and yeehaw.